Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Welcome, everybody, to Juice Pro Wrestling, episode 95, The War of Attrition. Woo! Yeah! With me in studio today is the lovely Maria. What's going on? I'm excited for my first podcast. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and Maria is the beau of Ooh. one Steve Tortorello. Woo! Juice, my friend, it is good to be back. Yes, sir. I'm excited to talk, excited to hang out, and excited for wrestling. Yeah, I'm excited for February 15th. Oh, yeah. Valentine's Day is going to be nice. The day after is going to be nicer. That's right. February 15th, for all of you that are not in the know, and even for those of you that are in the know, Warrior Wrestling 8 is taking place. Another huge card, another great cause. You guys knock it out of the park every time. I think now I wasn't at the first two, mm-hmm. um, but I've been everyone since. Now this there's nine matches, right? There's nine. Yep. So this is one of your shorter cards. Yeah. So the thing is, those War of Attrition's are technically like three matches a piece, right? So if you wanted to look at it that way, then we've got thirteen matches. <laughs> so, all right, nine on the card, but it's really going to be thirteen falls for the evening. So it's going to be a long night. We've already timed it out. It's going to be a good night, yeah. but we, you're getting your money's worth. I'll tell you that. That's right. Yeah, and uh, it's really cool that you guys. This is, um, it, it's kind of like uh, how would you put that in the words? I mean, it's like a gimmick thing, you know, yeah. going on. You're, oh yeah, your first like kind of gimmick. Yeah, so we did we did this for the first time at uh, at Warrior Two, and it's how we crowned the first champion. Brian Cage beat Rey Mysterio, Phoenix, Pentagon, Swan, Guevara, Cobb, Austin Aries. It was incredible, Mm -hmm. and we've kind of sat on it ever since and thought, well, when do we bring it back? It worked really well. We liked it a lot. And after we, we'd had it kind of brewing, we'd kicked it around for six, kicked it around for seven, and after seven was over. Eric and our buddy Kyle and I sat down in the diner at 2.30 in the morning, and we're like, well, how the hell do we top that? (laughs) And we just kind of kicked around a lot of ideas, and we said, it's time. I don't know that we'll have a draw like Will Ospreay and Minoru Suzuki again as far as like a big star you can rarely ever see in Chicago. But what we can give people is a match they've only seen once before. And as we talked through all the different names, we went back and forth at the diner. Do we do it for the men's title or the women's? The men's or the women's? And then somebody said... Why don't we do it for both? It's like the Royal Rumble. You got the men's rumble, the women's rumble. Well, you've got two war of attrition matches, and we found the eight best people we could on either side of the card, and now you get to enjoy the listener. 
Yeah, that's right. And this is uh, Tessa Blanchard's first defense since winning the belt. Correct. Um, so I'm really excited to see this. And you, you picked out some lovely, lovely superstars for this match, man. Well, thank like, you. Um, have you guys, I'm trying to think, you haven't had, uh, you got some, just looking down the card here, mm-hmm. you got some first timers definitely, but yep. I could have swore that you uh, had Ma- Madison Rain before. No? no, we haven't. I didn't think so. But The only repeats thought... from the women's match are Tessa, Kylie, and Britt. Britt, right. Everybody else is new. So you got that. You got Big Swole. Yes. Um, you got, uh, who else you got here? Because a couple of these girls I'm not familiar with. The sure. Blonde and the other, uh, the girl with the bandana. Yes. So uh, Ray Lynn is out of Pittsburgh. Okay. She's a mixed martial arts background. Ooh. She's in Women of Wrestling Wow, which okay. is that other series on Access that Tessa stars in. Mm-hmm. It's owned by um, the Bus family that owns the Lakers. And so she's really, really good, hasn't broken out yet. The other girl, Tasha Steeles, is from Florida. She's been on NWA's Power a couple of episodes. Okay, yeah. Really, yeah. really talented wrestler. And actually, we've had several people recommend her for the past three or four shows. And so those are two of the unknown names that we have on there. Mm-hmm. The other ones are big ones. Like we said, we've got Britt, we've got Kylie, Madison Rain, Taya Valkyrie, and then um, who am I missing? She's also making her debut, right, Taya? Yeah, we've not had Taya before, not had Madison before. Uh, who am, oh, Big Swole, like we talked about from AEW. Yeah. So that was the other thing, too. A lot of people asked, oh, you know, why don't you bring Jordan back? Or why didn't you get Kira Hogan? Or when We didn't want to be too Impact heavy. So right. we have three stars from Impact. We've got two from AEW. Kylie's a true independent. One from WOW, one from NWA. We wanted somebody from everywhere. See, I, li- I like how you guys have kind of marketed this, too, when you're wording it in the emails and stuff. So mm-hmm. you have, like, MLW versus Impact versus, you yep. know, all the marks out there and guys like me, I, I sit there and I look at it like that. You yeah. know, like if people in the know that know these wrestlers and where they're from, that's that's kind of like looking at these promotions coming and yeah. fighting each other. It's it's pretty awesome. I was talking to somebody this weekend and I said, you know, it's almost like we're a train station mm-hmm. and you have all these different promotions from everywhere. Yeah. And the only place they cross over is Warrior Wrestling. <laughs> that's right. Because it couldn't happen in AEW or in Impact or mm-hmm. in MLW. The only place where they're all crossing paths is in Chicago Heights. Yeah. And that's pretty darn cool. On Fight TV. On Fight TV. <laughs> yeah. How'd that come about? You reach out to them or? You know, so they kind of partnered with High Spots. We've been streaming on High Spots for a while. Right. And they reached out to us because they're they're building a stronger relationship with High Spots. And they said, hey, in addition to High Spots, would you guys be interested in being on Fight TV? And we said, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. So we, we got bumped up and got a lot of eyeballs from Warrior 7, from Osprey and Suzuki. And oh, I bet, a lot man. of people ordered it all across the country. A lot of people overseas, which nice. is crazy. So we get, we get a little bit of a breakdown from them on who ordered and when, et cetera. And you've got people in England watching. We've got people in Singapore watching. It's like... <laughs> They're watching our show from Chicago right. Heights. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I like how you said, too, it's, uh, you know, Warrior, and not just Warrior, but, I mean, the, the Midwest itself is like a melting pot, yes. you know? Professional wrestlers want to be here yes. for, you know, various promotions, and especially you guys, because you guys are like, the freaking nature that's starting to swell yeah. when you get big enough. <laughs> <laughs> a little Ultimate Warrior yeah. for you. Um, I feel like you guys are that, and you give that opportunity to, like we just talked about, the women involved in the War of Attrition match that haven't had a chance to shine on, like, your guys' stage or many of the other, like, bigger, which I kind of put you guys up there in that sure. uh, huge platform of independence, you know, out of the entire country. 
Because look at the, you know the cards you book. I mean, yeah. it's, it's silly how good it is. There's a lot of people in the house, and there's a lot of eyeballs on it online. And that's in it. We want to bring names that you know mm-hmm. to the south suburbs, but we also want to introduce names that we think are great that should be more known. So a perfect example of that is Sam Adonis. Yes. So before Warrior One, we you know Eric and I watched a million hours of wrestling all over the country. What are we going to put together? And we thought there was something special in Sam Adonis. We brought him in for Warrior One, and he was even better than we'd imagined. Yeah. And so little by little by little, we're featuring him more and more and more. People should see him. Yeah. And so yes, we want to bring the name that you know, but we also want to show you the name you don't know, and hopefully help them get a bigger platform. Yeah, and that's great. It's great uh, networking, business relationship wise. Mm-hmm. And you guys, you know, I've been in your backstage area. It's Top notch, you know. Like I was telling you um, the other night at uh, BLP, you guys. I don't see how you can't book anybody because the way you take care of the boys, you know, yeah, and just everybody, not just the boys, everybody involved. From what I've witnessed at your show, gets taken care of, and you know, from the catering to to the pay and all that, you know, you yeah. you guys knock it out of the park, man. We need more people like that across the country to do what you guys do, and. You know, it, it would be a great place for everybody. For a lot of promotions and promoters, the mm. professional is missing in professional wrestling. Exactly. It is a, a VFW hall, a bar, it's whatever, and, and they don't treat people real well for us. Yeah. So I, I've been the principal of the school where we host the events for the last six and a half years, and I run it like I'd run a conference or a meeting. Yeah. You know, if we were bringing people in for a, a conference on education, in, in high school English or something, mm. we'd feed them, we'd take care of them, we'd make sure that, like... We right. treat the wrestlers the same way. Hospitality. And for so many of the wrestlers, they're blown away because they get so little of this at so many other promotions. And it's like, this is just basic how to run an event, yeah. regardless of what kind of event it is. So for us, it wasn't even something where we thought we were going out of our way and doing anything special. Just being you. We're just being us. And it behooves you to do it because, I mean, these guys are going and tell, hey, you know, you got to go work for Warrior because these guys know their shit. They yeah. know what they're doing. They're going to pay you. They're going to feed you. They're going to give you, you know, beer after the match if you want it. And you get to yeah. enjoy a great show and meet yeah. a lot of fans. I-, I am always floored when, as-, as we're talking to the wrestlers day of or leading up, so many of the guys share horror stories mm-hmm. from other promotions. And, you know, where they get stiffed or they're supposed to get a ride and they don't get a ride. Yeah. Or they're supposed to make, you know, a hundred bucks for that night. And the promoter's like, look, it was a bad house. Here's 20 bucks at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. And and for us, like, that's not even in consideration. If we if we agreed on what you're going to get paid, that's what you get paid. Right. You know, that's just professional. Yeah, especially for these out-of-towners. You know? Oh, I gosh, mean, yeah. I've gotten stiff several times uh, going on tour with the band and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you know, we didn't do this. Here's whatever. <laughs> I remember showing up in Arizona. I think it was like Phoenix for a show. Yeah. And the booker, he completely just bailed. Oh, God. Like, we, it was like us and two other bands. The dudes were like going to bust in the windows at his record shop. Because it's like, hey, we had an agreement, a contract yep. written out, and you owe us. You know? Yep. Like, he ended up getting us our money, and we played at some little dive bar downtown or yeah. something like that. But, yeah, I feel the pain with those guys because – there is a lot of rats out there, man. Yes. They just they want it. They want to take. They want these names and superstars and to draw, but they don't realize that, like, hey, if you don't take care of these guys, mm-hmm. you're gonna have that one off show. You're gonna put a bad taste in everybody's mouth, and then you ain't gonna be doing any other shows. No. And if you are, you're gonna be having like the the local yokel hillbilly guys. Yep. Uh, you know that nobody knows or nobody cares about that don't draw a dime. Mm-hmm. So you, you got to take there. care of people. Thank you. You know, we're just again, we're just doing what we do. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get into the other War of Attrition match. Ooh. 
the for the now it's the Warrior Championship, but Correct. obviously it's a World Heavyweight Championship Correct. belt. Um, Brian Cage, the champion. Tell yep. us who's he's squaring off against. So we've got eight guys in here that we think is a pretty cool combination. The the biggest one that people are, um, excuse me, at least so far, are very excited about is Lance Archer. Yeah. The Murderhawk monster. Everybody dies. Everybody dies. <laughs> Veteran of WWE, mm-hmm. TNA Impact, uh, Ring of Honor briefly, and really has been in New Japan for a long time as a yeah. tag guy until last year when he split out on his own, took the G1 by storm, mm-hmm. won the U.S. title. He and John Moxley just tore down the Tokyo Dome. Yep. This guy, he's, he's 42 years old. He's been great for 20 Isn't years. Old? He's 42. Wow. But this past year, he just broke out like he never had before. And yeah. everybody's hot for this guy. And so I, we had a lot of people asking after Warrior 7, like, Cajun Archer, right? Cajun Archer. And we're like, well, wait, well, wait. So of all the guys in the match, there's a lot of people excited for Brian Cage and Lance Archer to go one-on-one, which I don't know that they ever have before. They might have somewhere years and years and years ago, but not that I'm aware of. So that's that's one big one. The next set of guys in the match, Elgin and, Elgin and Sam Adonis. Yeah. So they had the 20-minute draw at Warrior 7. They talked a little bit afterwards, and a lot of people said, are they going to go again? Are they going to go no time limit? They're both in the match. Yeah. And the unique thing there is, it's a three-stage match. They might end up on opposite sides in stage one. They might be teammates and have to work together. They might be teammates and have to work together deep into the match. So we don't know what's going to happen between the two of them, but Elgin and Adonis also in the match. Elgin and Cage have history because they had a big title match at Warrior Six. It was a yep. street fight. Elgin put them through a table. There are trash cans involved. <laughs> you name it. Adonis has never been in the title match. A title mix, and we talked earlier about him coming up little by little in Warrior shows. A lot of people think he walks away with the belt because he's been growing and growing and growing in Warrior. So you got Cage, Archer, Elgin, Adonis. The next two are two high flyers that are absolutely unbelievable. Andrew Everett, who we've had before, yeah, TNA, ROH, Andrew the Giant, the Choke Slam <laughs> Monster, yeah, I love it, and Alex Zane. Who has yes. just taken off in the last eight yeah. months? The Taco King, the man. Taco King, the master <laughs> of Taco Bell. The guy can do stuff. The only person in the world I think that is he's akin to is Will Ospreay as far physically of what he can oh, do, yeah. flips and twists and things like that. And he almost stopped. He almost stopped. He was a backyarder for years, mm-hmm. and he kind of got out of it for a while. Just got back into it last spring blew up with some clips from GCW on 4th of July, and now he's been everywhere. He just did Japan for six weeks. Shima saw his clips online and said, I want you to come and train with me and tour Japan. So he went out, he spent six weeks in Japan touring and learning under Shima. He's gotten a couple of ROH dates. Mm -hmm. He has a whole lot on the horizon. So this is a guy who the casual fan might not know, but if you're a diehard, like if you're you're like a baseball fan, you know, you've got this giant AAA prospect coming up and and he's going to be huge when he gets to the Sox or the Cubs, whatever, that's Alex Zane. Right. This kid has every tool, everything that you need, and he's just poised to break out when he makes it to the majors. So he's going to be incredible. Him and Everett are a good combination. Him against Cage, Cage's size and agility with Zane. Everett, you know, the giant is probably going to face off with Archer, <laughs> and we'll yeah. see what happens there. Right. right? There's all of these things. Last two guys in the match are two luchadors. First one was Taurus, who won the lucha match at Warrior 7. Yeah. When you talk about unique characters in wrestling, mm. this guy, I mean, he's a human minotaur. Yeah, yeah. And he looks the part. He's yeah, he terrifying. <laughs> he's yeah. built like a bull, yeah. but the dude can fly. Yes, and he can. he can move and he's agile in a way that a guy that size shouldn't be. 
So you've got another monster to butt heads with Elgin and Archer and Cage, but he can also fly and move. So Everett and Zane. And then the last guy is the one probably least known, unless you're a crazy diehard wrestling person, Aramis or mm-hmm. Aramis, a luchador who stole the show at PWG's Battle of Los Angeles this year. He had a match with Phoenix where Phoenix got on the mic afterward and said, everyone watch this guy is the future of Lucha Libre. He's incredible. He's young. I think he's 19 years old. Really? Yes. A tenderoni. Right? Oh, man. He's, he's a greenhorn. Yeah. But he's unbelievable. So watching him interact with Taurus and Zane and Everett, I, we think quality in ring-wise, the main event of Warrior 8 might be better than the main event of Warrior 7, Ooh, which had the Rascals, Osprey, Romero, and Red. That's, man, that's a bold statement. Yeah. That was... <laughs> yeah. God. But if you look at this list of guys, like yeah. it's going to be nuts. Yeah, yeah, it is. And I, I really love uh, the possibility of like Cage and, like you said, in Black Taurus or yes. Taurus, wherever you want to call him, uh, going at it. And Elgin versus Taurus, because yes. he is another one of those guys. He's, he's a brute. Yes. And he's super athletic. You know, great guy, great get for you guys, man. Yeah. Um, I do want to kind of transition though into you were talking. You brought up Chima, Shima, mm-hmm. however you say that. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll never get it right. Um, you guys got the Strong Hearts. Yes. Holy shit! And I was like, was that your first match announcement? It sure was. And it came out of nowhere. Like I remember, I was at work, and all of a sudden, I was like, Ow! God, <laughs> slap me in the face! Yes. I'm like against the Rascals. Yes. You guys make dreams come true. You know we're that? trying. You know, it, it, <laughs> and the thing is, too, what we try to do, and this is the other piece of the secret sauce, is we talk to the talent, yeah, which a lot of promotions don't. Right. So, like, you know, we talked to the Rascals after that incredible main event at Warrior 7. Who do you guys want next? <laughs> like, oh, we made some ideas, whatever. And then Shima reached out to us. He sent me a direct wow. message on Twitter, and he said, hey, I've heard about you guys through so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. We're going to be in North America for a short stretch in February. Do you guys have a show? And I said, well... I was we actually do just, now. I mean, we do now, right? <laughs> and so if you don't if you're listening and you don't know the strong hearts, they were on double or nothing. Mm-hmm. They were on all out. Shima faced Kenny Omega at Fighter Fest over the summer. Shima's a Japanese legend, and his two protégés, T Hawk and Lindemann, are young and unbelievable. Right. And so they're spending basically a month in North America, mostly Mexico. They're working Mexico all throughout February, but they're coming up from Mexico City for our show to face the Rascals. The Rascals actually trained with Shima in Japan two years ago. So when they went from being good to being gone for two months and they came back and they were unbelievable, it's because they trained with Shima. And so now all of them in one match together, again, talk about match quality, they're going to kick the crap out of each other. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be nuts. I'll tell you this. I love the Rascals. Yes. They're great dudes. Uh, Man, they just, they're going to explode. They are going to absolutely explode this year. Yeah. Great get for Impact to have these guys on yes. their show. They got to be next tag champs. <laughs> and, well, yeah, and I was actually having this conversation. Eric and I were having this conversation with Dez after Warrior Seven, where we said Impact needs to start a trios division yes, because as much yes. as they're having Trey in the storyline with Ace Austin, where Ace is hitting on his mom or something, and Dez and Zach <laughs> yeah. are in tag stuff. It's ridiculous. They are at their best as a unit. Exactly. Impact should just be bringing in other three-man units to face the Rascals. Maria and I were talking, mm-hmm. the, the Warrior 7 was her first show, yeah. and you know we were in her kitchen talking a couple days later, and she said, you know, you really hyped up Will Ospreay and Amazing Red, but the Rascals were just as good, if not better. Yeah. Exactly. It, yeah. I agree. I, was I like, agree. That could have gone on for another, I was tired, and that could have gone on for another 20 minutes, and I would have watched, because they were insane, and it was almost like they were copying each other's moves or mimicking 
I mean, it was so much Sup- fun to watch. Super acrobatic, super oh, athletic. Uh, man, it's just it's unbelievable what these guys can do nowadays. Yeah. It's all the stuff that I was scared to do on the trampoline as a kid. Sure. I don't want to do a, ba- a backflip because I see my neck cracking yes. <laughs> every time I land. I'm not going to do it. No. No way. But, man, these guys, it's super impressive. I really do. I love everything about the Rascals, yes. man. They they are so cool. They're really awesome guys uh, to kick it with. The, the performance in the ring is oh. second to none. Yep. I mean, you can have your Will Ospreys and, like you said, all those yeah. guys. But 2020, it's Rascals time. Yes. Watch them, guys. Although yep. I do love Amazing Red a lot. So. Yeah. Well, oh, he's, he's coming back. I, I should have brought my Amazing Red action figure. I got a Jax TNA figure that I got really? at uh, Wizard World for my son. My son's got a... Huge rubber made. He's twelve now, so he he don't give a shit about wrestling anymore. Mm. Unfortunately, yeah. whatever. He's into football. Let him yeah. have it. Fine. He'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he will. Um, but dude, I got like probably like four hundred figures in this thing, dude. You name yep. it. And there's some weird off like from LJNs to Jacks to mm-hmm. Marvel toys when they were doing TNA toys and all that crap. I got to bring in next time. Next time you hear, I'll bring a sample for you to check out. We could do some fantasy booking with action figures on the table here. I do. I've always wanted to do that. I, I was uh, when WWE hired that dude to do the stop motion. Yes. Stuff. When I was a kid, I used to do like stop motion with my Mortal Kombat GI sure. Joe guys, like Scorpion in the sandbox and mm-hmm. lit a fire. And I wasn't supposed to be like fires a lit in my sandbox, and then he fell in. I'm like, oh shit! And like, while the camera's still recording, I go and I grab it, <laughs> and I burn the hell out of my hands. Like, ah! I come back in. It's like, what'd you do? Like. Nothing. <laughs> I fell and yeah, burned it on the <laughs> totally grass. Totally left the tape in there and like got caught for it. Oh god! But uh, yeah, I love doing like stuff like that, man. Yeah. Um. So let's get to a uh, bust out another match for me that you got, Steve. Let's stick with Amazing Red. Amazing Red TNA Thanks X Division Legend. I think I'm good at transitions. <laughs> uh, X Division Legend. Obviously, you know, was huge in our main event, Warrior Seven. Yeah. Him one on one with Alex Shelley. Also, TNA, X-Division, Motor City Machine Guns, you name it. Mm-hmm. They've never gone one-on-one before. That's crazy. To they've had about. triple threats, fatal four-ways, ultimate X matches, you name it. Alex Shelley, Amazing Red, one-on-one for the first time. Shit. I got an Alex Shelley figure, too. I have the Motor City Machine right? Guns. The guns. <laughs> Damn it. I, I mean, the guns were my team from, like, mm-hmm. mid-2000s TNA. Oh, they yeah. were Everybody loved the guns. Yeah. And what's incredible is both of these guys, Shelly and Red, have only gotten better. And each of them retired for about a year. Right. Both from injuries. Shelly went and got his degree, and he became a physical therapist and occupational therapist, and he still has a nine-to-five as a therapist. Yeah. Red retired from injuries. They both came back out of retirement this past summer. We just saw uh, Shelly, too, at uh, Black Label. Shelly was just at Black Label. He and Isaiah had an incredible match. Yeah, really awesome. And Shelly is just at the top of his game. Mm -hmm. So you've got these two guys that are lightning quick quicker than they were in their prime and smarter than they were in their prime one-on-one for the first time so if you watched tna in the mid-2000s and you live anywhere near alex shelley versus amazing red what are you doing get your ass to chicago heights (laughs) right on february 15th i wouldn't doubt that tna or impact tries to copy that now because they're bringing did you see the tna over Mania weekend yeah 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 which is pretty cool yeah no they got to book some of those guys oh they've got to do an ultimate x match and a king of the mountain match and all their crazy stuff well red also uh he started what was it the house of glory yes in new york and sold it recently to master p which was let me make him say See, when I think Master P, I think of the Space Jam soundtrack, because I think he has two tracks on there. (laughs) He probably does. 
And it's funny because I think Jordan handpicked all of those jams oh, he wanted on there. Master P? Yeah, there you go. Got to make them say, ugh. Mm. <laughs> so that match is going to be incredible. And, you know, we're going to give them all the time in the world to tear the place down. Yes. Uh, I-, I think that is just going to be a treat. And if you weren't a TNA mid-2000s fan, just come enjoy. These guys are amazing. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And both those guys, I mean, Shelly's got to be getting close. He's got to be in his upper 30s. He's got to be at least, right? Because yeah. he was wrestling in 2004. 2000, well, I don't know how young he well, was. Early, yeah, early TNA, because he was doing that stuff with Nash, too. Yes. In the X Division. I saw him in Ring of Honor in 2004. I remember yeah. going to a show with my dad at Chicago Ridge, and he was part of Generation Next. Yeah. It was like Jack Evans, Alex Shelley, a yes. couple other guys, and this was fall of 04. And, I mean, I was, nine, how old was I? 19, 20, I was in college. So, I mean, he, he, maybe he was that young, but he's got to be up there. You, if you can get Jack Evans, you know, I'm just going to leave that in there. I'll I'm see sure what I can do. Sure Cage, is, Cage has suggested him. I don't know what his AEW deal is like. i got to investigate. Right. But, like, him and Angelico as a tag team, okay. Yeah. Right? Against the Rascals. Against the Rascals? <laughs> oh, man. The Rascals against everyone. The post party would be epic. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Next! Next, Bully Ray, mm. Bubba Ray Dudley, coming to the south suburbs. Bring... ECW, ECW. Oh, my gosh. We are excited. ECW original, obviously. WWE bazillion time tag team champion. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. TNA Hall of Famer. TNA Hall of Famer. He had that run with Aces and Eights. Mm-hmm. He had that run as Bully Ray when he was the lead heel in yep. uh, TNA, he's in Ring of Honor now. He went back to WWE for a couple of years. The dude has been literally everywhere. Yeah. And he embodies that generation of ECW and WWE. And the really cool thing for us, whenever we whenever we put a show together, it's not just the star, it's the match. It's like, oh, we can get so-and-so. Well, what's the match? Right. And how what's is it going to be unique? Bully Ray, Brian Pillman Jr., Oh, because man. Bully Ray and Brian Pillman himself, yep. in the original 95, 96, and 97 ECW, were two of the innovators, the, the, the crazy guys before Pillman went to WWF. Smart marks! Yes! <laughs> I love that promo. <laughs> and now Pillman's son versus Bully Ray. That's crazy. And and what a cool thing. still in great shape, too, yes. man. Yeah. And, 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 you know, he's hosting Busted Open Radio. Yeah. He, he's... Shout out to Jonathan Hood, who uh, yeah. actually just appeared on that, too. What up, boy? Hello, Jonathan. Uh, yeah, so we're just we're excited for that match. That is going to be... That was... Uh, I, not to interrupt you, Please. but that really... Uh, that threw me off in, in a good way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, holy shit. Like, they got yes. Bully Ray? Because you guys... Uh, I mean, there hasn't been a lot of, from what I know, in the ROH camp. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of weird actions taking place and yes. whatnot and now things are kind of turning over yeah and it was really cool it was just off the wall to see that like bully ray what yeah okay yeah. Well, sign me it. up yeah yep. yeah and that's one of those matches where it's not going to be the the quickness and the crazy moves of the rascals or shelly or red or no. war of attrition but it's going to be two characters and it's going to be a fight it'll be a fight yes. i think it'll, and it'll be uh it's the story's there it's yes. gonna you know and the rest will write itself. I mean, and Brian Pillman's been trying to prove himself. So if mm-hmm. you've watched the last several Warrior shows, he had a long running feud with Frank the Clown and Ego Anthony last season, so to speak, last school year. This year, he teamed up uh, against Sam Adonis and Wardlow uh, with Gringo Loco, fell a little bit short, and then he fell a little bit short last show against Lance Archer. Pillman is a star 
just waiting to get out of the gate. And he's he's only what? This is his third year in the yes. business. <laughs> You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Yes. Yes. He's I mean, green. He also felt a little bit short when he stood next to me. But well, anyways, yeah. <laughs> I know. Sorry, Brian. I love you. But no, um, he's he is like Alex Zane, one of those guys that in a year you're going to be like, I saw him in a high school gym in Chicago Heights. Yeah, and this might be the match that Pillman finally breaks through. Right, and and it's going to be cool to see. Oh yeah, no doubt. It's you know he's he's forging his own path. You yes. know, he's got the name. He you know, he'll obviously get that rub from that. But I think yeah. he really is focusing on like just, hey, I am Brian Pillman Jr., but I am Brian Pillman Jr. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yep. I'm not my dad. Yep. There's gonna be that there's gonna be that thing, that stigma, if you will, if you will. Hmm. Um but that's it, man. He's every yeah. time I've seen him, I've rarely seen him win actually. I've seen him wrestle like eight or nine, ten times. I yeah. don't know. But he's paying his dues, and it's yep. great, man. He's he's taking it, and he's doing great. And anytime I've seen him uh, do some like promo stuff with like the Heart Foundation, sure. MLW, he was gold, man. You yes. can see he's he's getting into that character, getting into that lifestyle, feeling comfortable in his own skin. Yes, you know? and he's another guy. We were talking Black Label earlier. The first yeah. time I saw him wrestle, I knew of him, but the first time I saw him wrestle was at a Black Label show a year and a half ago, mm. and I was sitting there and just went, "This guy's a star." Yeah, this guy like he just has all of it. So shout out to Mikey Blanton from Black Label. Mikey does this incredible job. Hi, Mikey, of finding the next generation of guys and girls. And so um, he's a yeah, freak. He is. He's <laughs> Mikey is a wrestling savant. Yeah. So I mean, if if I ran AEW or WWE, I'd hire Mikey from Black Label. To find me, find me the next stars. Yeah. Because he's very good at it. And one of those that he featured was Pillman, and we were like. After the performance we saw him have a black label, we approached him and said, we'd love to have you on a warrior show. And every time we've had him, he hits it out of the park. So he, we're going to keep bringing him back because we love him. He does great work, and he's only getting bigger and bigger. That's right. Yeah. Bigger, better, better. Yes, yes, yes. What's next? Next, Lucha match, Cavernario and Templario. Templario, a lot of people may, might not know that name if you've not seen a warrior show. He was warrior six and seven. Mm-hmm. He hit it out of the park. On both of those shows, dude is jacked to the gills. He can fly. He can catch guys. He can do everything. He fought Soberano. He fought Jake Lander from down in Springfield. That was great. Oh, that le- match against Lander was awesome. Yeah. Maria loved that as well. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, just like a lot, like a lot. <laughs> Crazy energy that he. So he has opened both of our last two shows, Warrior Six and Warrior Seven. So this time he's got Cavernario. If you don't know Cavernario. Right now he's in in New Japan. They do this joint thing with CMLL where the Luchadors tour, tour, tour Japan, and he's tearing it up. Dave Meltzer has said several times in the last year and a half, once Cavernario gets to the United States, he is going to become like Pentagon or Phoenix. Yeah. Because he's that talented. Or Ray or Psychosis, you know? He's that charismatic. This gimmick is basically he's a caveman. He's a barbarian. Uh, But he's got mud and and writings and whatever all over him. But he just (laughs) wrestles... Like he's out of his mind, and and he's just so incredibly talented. Him versus Templario, 
we say this for a lot of these. That's the match. That could be the match of the night. I mean, if they go nuts, they will they will leave with nine hundred new fans. It's going to be pretty darn cool. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, it's going to be great. Another guy, man, should made that triple threat and throw a. I'm going to play Booker here. Ooh, please do. <laughs> Juice the Booker, uh, Vikingo. You know what? All right, he is. I think getting closer and closer to having his visa. Okay. But he has not had a visa to work outside of Mexico. So everybody is waiting. The moment that yeah, guy has dude, a visa, sure. he's going to be booked every day for the next year. Yeah. He's I, unbelievable. I saw him in AAA and then Impact did some stuff with him. I was yeah. Like, when they go south of the border, like these past uh, two nights or three mm-hmm. nights ago, whenever they tape in Mexico, they bring in some of those guys. And yeah. Vikingo is unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Mm. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Next. Next up, tag match set up at Warrior Seven. All ego Ethan Page, the walking weapon Josh Alexander, the North versus everyone's favorite team returning to Warrior Wrestling, the Space Pirates. Space Monkey pin right over there. Oh, look yeah. at that Space Monkey pin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Monkey is the greatest guy in the world. Yeah. And uh, we set this up, Warrior 7, Ethan Page cut me off, cut our singer off, and talked about the North should have been there. He should was have been... a straight-up asshole. I remember he that. was. It's <laughs> like, come on, let's do it. Come on, Ego. I know. And I was like, geez. And then out come Monkey and Shane to make it right. So yeah. Impact's hottest, most dominant tag team versus the most beloved tag team in Warrior, Space Pirates. You can't get any better than that. Space Pirates, and there's some Canadian boys. Mm-hmm. But man, I'll tell you what—they've left a huge impact. No pun intended. On uh, just, I'd like to say like this area, obviously Midwest, but yeah, just everywhere in yes. America, anywhere they go, they're like they are a super hot yes. tag team. I mean, and they're a team you can get behind if you're a guy that's like, well, you know, I like the wrestling. The re- they they can wrestle, mm-hmm. they can go. If you like like the entertainment aspect of it, and obviously with Space Monkey and and Saber too, and I love <laughs> speaking of. We got to go back to Black Label for a minute yeah. because you know what I'm getting at, right? Yes, I do. Oh God! So, ego, all ego. Ethan Page's music hits, and now comes Shane Saber as all ego. Yes, <laughs> I was like, it's all shaved everything, and I'm sitting there wondering, like, man, how long is it going to take him to grow that facial hair back? Right? <laughs> you got to look like a pirate next weekend, man. <laughs> right? Uh, but man, that that was super entertaining. Killer, both those guys knocking yes. out of the park. I think. That's another team in 2020 to watch out yes. for because if if one of these bigger promotions doesn't scoop these guys up, I'd be very much surprised. Agreed. They, I, I think they have everything. Space Pirates could be on AEW Dynamite next Wednesday yes. against Private Party and be amazing. Oh, that would be so It would be awesome. amazing. And, and I guarantee you for those people that weren't aware of them, mm-hmm. when they would see them for the first time, they would have them in the palm of their hands yes. that night. Yes. Space Monkey falls into the same category as a few other wrestlers for me. Danhausen was one of them. Yes. Where I heard of the gimmick, and I was like, oh my god, he's a space monkey. <laughs> All right. Come and, out! And I, went to, I saw him at Chikara 2016 when they were touring through. I was like, alright, well, let's take a look. So he comes out, and I was like, oh god, he's a space monkey. Two minutes into the match, I go, this guy's amazing. I, I take everything back. Yeah. I judged him too soon. It's funny. It's goofy. It's incredible. But he's an incredible athlete. He's a great wrestler. And everybody buys it immediately. So I was like, done. I I, <laughs> I, I withdraw my objection. He's right. amazing. And so when we did the f- very first Warrior Wrestling, one of the first emails they sent was to Space Monkey. Nice. And he said yes. And he said, can I bring my friends, Kobe Durst, Shane Saber, and Mark Wheeler? And I said, put them in the car. Let's do it. Love all them guys. Yep. So that match is going to be a lot of fun. 
Hell yeah. Space Monkey, Warrior 7. Uh, if you guys go on our YouTube, you can check out our Warrior 7 vlog. It's Ooh. really entertaining. Um, he was wearing this Eric Larson uh, Spider-Man shirt where it's it's the Venom. It was a Spider-Man cover. I forget mm-hmm. what issue it was, but mm-hmm. Eric Larson, Venom, and then it's got Spider-Man in the eyes. And like my son's a huge Eric Larson fan okay. right now. And uh, dude, I just freaked out when I saw that shirt. I'm like, holy shit, dude. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah good. <laughs> the half monkey, half human talk just gets me every time. It's never not funny. Oh, I love it. I think uh, when we did uh, the Max Wood Grilled, we were out there during um, All Out weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, the day of All Out, we took a party bus out there and stuff. Um, we were raffling, I guess you could say. Yeah, it was yeah. a raffle. Um, like gifts and wrestling things. They had like a Nikita Brezhnikov's book. And uh, actually, we gave away a Space Monkey's uh, banana flask. Ooh, yeah. so I didn't someone, know that. Someone got lucky that night. Damn, I would buy that. Space <laughs> Monkey, sell those online. <laughs> right? What we got next, Steve? Next up, the ego Robert Anthony and Frank the Clown. Yes. Versus another gentleman we saw yes. featured at Black Label Pro, the most metal wrestler in the world. Kick it! War yeah. Horse. Come to take your life! Oh, God, I love this guy. Oh, love man. this guy. You know what I love even more than... I've just I've loved the growth and development yes. of him. Watching yes. Jake Parnell become Warhorse over the past year yes. has been so fucking cool for yep. me. Especially being like I'm a metalhead, you know? Like I'm, yeah. I mean I love all music, but metal's where my heart's at. And he's like into all that old school stuff mm-hmm. and, and even some of the new school shit. And he's like bringing it into a and it's not like a hokey gimmick. I mean no. it, it works for him, you know? It's him. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a him. guy who and this is not a knock at all because, again, he's phenomenal. We're thrilled to have him booked. It was a guy who was a wrestler who had elements and colors and things and whatever. Colors, and then he just colors. decided to tap into what do I love and, like, who am I? Like, when I close my eyes in my bedroom, who am I? And he's the god of metal. And he just became that. And all of a sudden, his promos, his confidence, his wrestling, yeah, once yeah. you figure out who you are in your own skin, he just went from, from a 5 to a 15. And it's so cool. Again, kudos to Black Label for, among yep. other places, for giving him that canvas to do that. And, and, and totally honestly, a year ago, I, I've seen Jake Parnell wrestle many times. Mm-hmm. Always thought he was good. Never had a bad thing to say about him. But like, oh, he's pretty good. Yeah. But then when he became Warhorse, me, Eric, Kyle, Mike Cassidy, everybody went, "We need this guy." Yes. There's something special about Warhorse. Yep. Same yeah. thing. I I love the you know he's got the mayhem makeup for mm-hmm. those who out there are familiar with mayhem, uh, the most evil black metal band in all the land. Um, he's man, and he comes out to Metallica, the Four Horsemen. Yes, he just he rocks. He he gets the headbanging and shit going yes. on. Yes, and he did it with Kylie, dude. That yes, was <laughs> Kylie put a vest on and headbanged yeah, as yeah. much as she could with her hurt neck after the match. <laughs> Yeah, Jake's just he he's tearing it up. Uh, yeah. I'm glad that you guys booked him. That was another one where I saw like on Facebook or Twitter, one of your social media outlets, and I was like, Yes! Finally, the war horse has come to warrior. Yes, he is the warrior horse. Yeah, he's gonna man, he's gonna be the warrior workhorse, he's gonna steal that show. He is. And and that's another thing. You know, he and Kylie probably stole the show this past weekend of Black Label. Them and the Stevens Lawler match were both incredible. Yes. I mean Warhorse could steal the show with all of these crazy technical matches on the show. If Warhorse's fan base turns out and other people open their mind, if they don't know him yet, who's this guy, and they come in with an open mind, that could be the match of the night. 
Well, you look at Black Label. Um, I mean, it was it was divided 50 50. Mm-hmm. You had your Kylie chance, and you had your Warhorse chance, yes. and it was it was powerful shit, man. It was <laughs> like, a fun environment like, to watch wrestling. Yeah, yeah. And I think especially going opposite Ego Robert Anthony and Frank the Clown, because Frank is just Frank. And, and I say that in the best way possible. What an incredible somebody told me a couple weeks ago. I don't know if I don't know if it's you or somebody else. Frank the Clown is our Bobby Heenan. Yeah, yeah. He's just that weasel that everybody loves to hate, mm-hmm. but you love that you can hate him. And I think the promo between Frank and Warhorse is going to be incredible. Ego Robert Anthony is a phenomenal worker, phenomenal wrestler. I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to yeah. be good business. And, and those guys are about to spike, too. Uh, you, yep. Once again, we were at Freelance. You yeah. Know, and Jesus, I got to give Matt Nix and everybody a shout out there. Yes. That was my first show. Sretton's been to a few of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, great show. Great time. Great vibes. Much like Warrior, you know. It's just, yeah. It's it's a party, man. Yes. And to be up, able to go up with everybody and, like, Tom and and just hang with the wrestlers and you and everybody, it was, it was so cool. Yeah. You know, just watch. like, And the the way they ended that show was just like jaw dropping. Oh like, my God. holy shit, you can't do that to Kylie, right? Sons of bitches. Yes, but they did, man. And it was, oh. it was had this like sadistic. The first time Frank's always been the weasel, right? Yep. But now he's got like this sadistic intent, yes. you know, where he's he's gonna get, you know, ego's gonna get that title. You just you feel it, yes. You know? Like storyline wise, and I, I think that's gonna be a huge thing for them. And I know Freelance just released the. The poster for their next show with them. Oh, did uh, they? And the clowns, yeah. Oh, that yeah. sounds amazing. It, it's pretty dope, man. Yeah, that's so. That's the main event of their show on February seven, the week before our show, mm-hmm. and, and that is going to be probably the most heated main event they've had since Kylie fought GPA a year yes. and a half ago. Yes, I mean it's it, and and God bless freelance as well because you said earlier Matt Nix is incredible. Their vibe, it's it's a party. It's a party every show, and they do such a good job at long-term story building mm-hmm. so that when it comes time for a big main event like that, everybody is payoff invested. Great. Yeah. The payoff is yeah. great. So, yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're thrilled to have Ego and Frank and then putting them against Warhorse. Mm. It's going to be awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be great. Uh, last one, I think, is Jonathan Gresham, the octopus oh, from Ring yeah. of Honor. Yeah. If you don't know Jonathan Gresham, incredible technical wrestler. I think Jonathan Gresham, Alex Shelley, and Zach Sabre Jr. are the three best technical wrestlers in the world. And Gresham's actually exclusive to Ring of Honor. We had a little, we worked out a little deal with Gresham in Ring of Honor so that he could be, do our show. And he's going up against Daga who has been AAA, Lucha Underground. He tore it up on Impact with TJP. He's had some great matches with Elgin and some other guys. They've never faced off before. So again, you've got Ring of Honor, New Japan, because Gresham's been in New Japan best of the Super Juniors. Impact. Triple A Lucha over here. Mm-hmm. That we're that train station where these trains cross in the night right. and they battle it out at Warrior Wrestling. <laughs> yeah. I feel like uh what's his name? Who was the conductor? The famous conductor on Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh. But he was a fi- he was a filthy mouth comedian. I I don't George know. Carlin. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't know his name, you Yeah. Know? <laughs> well, he took Shame over the original original conductor Ringo. was Ringo. Ringo. Yeah. We could have been the shoes for all you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally, man. That uh man, you guys the oct what, what do you call him? What's his name? The, he's like the octo the octopus. The octopus. But yeah. dude, that uh that video he shot for you guys, that promo creepy. Creepy, super creepy, yes. super well done. And like I was like, kudos, man. Yes. Like, and I'm glad you guys have shit like that. You yes. Know? Um 
because I don't want there like there's like I don't want there to be no misconception about boundaries because mm-hmm. you guys run out of Catholic school or anything sure. like that. I mean, it's of course you're not going to get any over the like top sadomasochistic like, weird yeah, stuff, crazy yeah. shit. But uh, I mean, you still get quality entertainment and stuff that's borderline like wow that it was almost like a something out of like a thriller or horror movie yeah. type deal that gets you like second guessing oh shit you know yeah. and that creepy mask the skull octopus mask best mask in wrestling yeah period for sure i'll agree except you know uh pentagon did have a carnage mask he just did so well, that's i'm a huge cool mark for carnage oh, but yes man. i will agree with that and uh once again mikey son of a bitch you gonna owe me some royalties shout out to you because that was the first time i got to see him was through Black Label. Really? You saw Gresham at Black Label? Mm-hmm. I didn't know he did one of their shows. Okay. Yeah. He, uh, I'm trying to think, was it the Players Brawl? Man, all South these Bend, shows maybe. are starting yeah. to mix because they go to so many now. It's like, uh, I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I saw it somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But that was it, you know? Yeah. But no, we're, we're pumped because our, our goal is always with these shows, mm-hmm. totally different types of matches. So you've got your strong hearts versus rascals. Japanese strong style craziness. You've got your lucha match. You've got your technical rat match with Gresham and Daga. You've got your tag matches. You've got the women's war of attrition, the men's war of attrition, Bully Ray and Pillman. Nothing should be like something else on the card. Yeah. So nothing should ever have to follow. Oh, this is like that match, but different. They should all be different, and that's that's our goal is to prevent present to you a buffet of totally different things. So each one is the best of its kind. I lead at that table. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love it. And every time, dude. Every time I go there, and you know, I I really really appreciate you know you guys allowing us to come do our thing. Oh, we love having at, you at uh, at the VIP Fan Fest. It's it's great to interact with all the wrestlers that we talk to, um, just everybody that we know, like you guys, uh, you Eric, Jeremy, everybody involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so real quick, I want to get in if you can let everybody know, give them Ooh. like the inside. Scoop on that Ooh. VIP. Let's kick it. Yes, sir. A uh, $100 ticket, which you're like, oh, man, that's a little bit steep. Here's what you get. You get to meet every single wrestler on the show. You get a picture with every single wrestler on the show. You get an autograph from every single wrestler on the show. We have 39 wrestlers on this show. So it comes out to be like $2.30 a wrestler for well a picture and autograph with Brian Cage, Lance Archer, Tessa Blanchard. And so it's just a really, really great value. You get to hang out with guys like Juice, guys like Two Heels, guys like Catch, Hook, and Shoot. Maybe drop in and do a quick cameo on a podcast here or there. There's vendors. Last last time we had an artist fly in from Texas yep. to sell his paintings. Um, and so it's just a really cool atmosphere and environment. And you get to chat and talk to people. It's, That's one of the best parts of it. To me, it's the best um, display of the hashtag wrestling community. Correct. That there is going out there today. So. Yeah, that was always our goal. Yeah. So when we set out to do this the very first time, we said we wanted a festival of wrestling. So so many people love the show, but they love before and intermission just as much because they get yeah. to meet everybody and talk, and it's yeah, just yeah. it's a fun community. And, and the cool thing about so let me bust this out for you guys that may not be in the know because mm. when you go to the fan fest right you pay that hundred bucks and like Steve said you break it down it's well worth you know the dollar like quit buying them cheeseburgers and save <laughs> <laughs> you save your damn money and uh and get tickets for us because when you're at the fan fest and I think I believe it starts at five o'clock yep five to six like thirty five, yeah um so you got an hour and a half. To go meet everybody, every wrestler, and get autographs, video, whatever the hell you want to do with them, for free. Yep. 
for free. Now, you well, I'm paying 100 bucks. No, no, no. Settle down, Beavis. You're not <laughs> paying $100 for that. What you are paying for is the opportunity to be able to mingle with these guys. So, yeah, you... You know, they may charge you for a shirt or something, merchandise. That's a different story. Mm -hmm. But during this time, this hour and a half period, you will not be charged to get pictures with them, to get videos with them, to get autographs with them. Now, but, you know, once that's over, though, and you miss out on that and you come in at, say, during the break, during halftime, it's a different story. You know, but hey, that's why that's why you need to snatch up that VIP ticket. That's yep. why to me it's super special. And you get to hang out with us, you get to hang out with two heels, you know, all these great people. Yeah. It's a freaking blessing. It is. It's a party. It's an absolute party. And it's funny. So some the last couple of shows I've gone into where we do the fan fest in the gym and had to be like, All right, well it's time to you know break it down, everybody. The show's gonna get started over in the other gym. And people are like, Oh, can't we just stay here? Like <laughs> I gotta go watch the show. <laughs> yeah. So um yeah. it's a cool party. It's a it's a good thing to be a part of. And um yeah, you just don't wanna miss it. And it's funny, once people have gone we have so many repeat customers, so to speak, for the fan fest. Because yeah. once people have gone once they're like, Oh, I'm always coming to this. Absolutely every you can't time. Miss it. Yeah. There, there's, there's no reason why you should. If it, you'll never get these opportunities anywhere else, you won't. I'm sorry. I mean, there, there are places like Impact and ROH and whatever that do meet and greets or whatever before a, a show. But guess what? You're not in California or Vegas or wherever they're filming at or Mexico. It's in your backyard. Yeah, go to it. Even for you people up there living in Milwaukee, as they, mm-hmm. Alice Cooper told me, that's how they pronounce it. Um, <laughs> you know. In St. Louis, and there's a lot of states around. It's not really that far of a travel distance because I'm sure everybody out there, you you can make plans and trips for anything else. This is something you want to plan to make a trip for. Yeah, and it's really cool for us as we watch on the ticketing side to see everybody start buying their tickets and where they're coming from. Yeah, And now we have regulars who come from St. Louis, mm-hmm. Memphis, Cleveland, north parts of Michigan, yeah. Green Bay. People are like, yeah, I'm driving down oh, yeah. for Warrior. And it's it's really cool. And a lot of the people I will see over and over, show after show, I'm like, oh, you guys made the trip in from Cincinnati. Yep. And, and it's just become its own thing. Yeah. And once people have come... They come back. Yeah, shout out to uh, associate of ours on the show, Bruiser Bodie. You know, yeah. he comes down from Racine mm-hmm. for every show and brings people down with him, brings yep. the family. You know, it's uh, it's you can't beat it. You really can't. Yeah, and, th- and that was our goal. So we we always wanted to do our own thing. We have our style of booking, our style of matches, but we really wanted that festival feel, that community feel, which. You don't get at a lot of independent or even the big ones, right? You know where where do you get a room with all these people? Yeah, go to WrestleMania and the access and all that. I don't want any part of that. Oh, That's gosh. like going to a fucking Disneyland with itself. Which hey, I'm, it's Disneyland, all that's great. But mm-hmm. me myself, like I would love to go spend a day at Great America or Disneyland where there's nobody there. Yes, <laughs> you know, yep. I can experience everything yep. myself. Um, it, it just it blows my mind um, that people. Jump on this shit because if you don't, you're gonna miss out. Mm-hmm. You're you're gonna go to like WrestleMania Access or something. Walk around a place that's as crowded as like a C two E two. Thousands of people. You're gonna wait in line forever, and you're probably gonna spend like forty or fifty dollars just to get up and take a picture, and then another forty or fifty dollars to get an autograph. Yep, you ain't gotta do that, Warrior. Nope. That's one price. Thing. Come on in the door and hang out. Yeah. So if you're listening, join me and Juice. See our friend Space Monkey. 
see Brian Cage and everybody else and just be part of the party. Yeah. It's always a fun time. Yeah. Great time. And where can they get tickets at, Steve? WarriorWrestling.net. Follow us at Warrior Wrestling on Twitter. No vowels in the second word, so Warrior, W-R-S-T-L-N-G. Uh, ditto for Instagram. And find us on Facebook as well. But the big thing is go to the website, warriorwrestling.net, grab your tickets. And, uh, yeah, we, we work really hard, too, to give you a good value for your price. So general admissions, 35 bucks. There is not a bad seat in the house, as anybody can tell you. You know, my dad himself started in the first row for the first show, chose different seats around. Now his favorite seat is at the top of the bleachers. Me too. I love the bleachers. Yep. Because he gets rest his back on the wall up at the top of the bleachers, <laughs> right. and it gets to be up high. But there, yeah. there's not a bad seat in the house. So yeah. thirty five bucks gets you in the door. If you want to sit ringside, it's a hundred, so it's more expensive. But thirty five bucks is is well worth it. And um, it's again, it's just a fun time. Yeah, and bring some drums and horns. Yes, if yeah. you are listening and you are the Lucha fans who bring the horns, the noisemakers, the drums, please bring them back. We love you guys. Yeah. See, Sretton. I'm, a, I'm sorry, brother. I got to dig on you a little Ooh, bit here. Sorry, sorry. He brought a tom, a tom drum. For okay. those of you out there that know what a tom drum is, mm-hmm. he never used it. What? And I told him, we, so he had it back there. And then like, I, I won on our table when we were at the VIP thing. I was just like, someone just bang on this thing. I don't care. Let's make some noise. Yeah. You know, I'm all about making noise and being loud, like getting people involved. I don't want people just standing there and like, Got no. some, some fan drool rolling <laughs> off your chin. Like, no. Like, let's have a good time. Like, you're, you're good people. I'm good people. You know, I'm a dude. He's a dude. <laughs> like that good burger type of vibe. Um, and he never brought it out. Like, we went oh. to intermission. I'm like, go grab that drum. Go get it. Go get it, boy. And he was like, no, no, man. He didn't do it. Oh, man. So, yeah, Warrior 7 was drumless. Warrior mm. 6 had a family with multiple drums. I've seen and... the same one at MLW. Yes. Yeah, they're Oh, awesome. gosh, if you are listening, come back because the wrestlers all loved you. And, of course, you always get, like, a couple people who are like, the people with the drums and the horns are disturbing my enjoyment. I'm like, well, then you <laughs> don't know up! wrestling. Yeah, shut yeah. up. See these scissors? I'll cut you with these fiskers. Oh, man, he's got fiskers. Yeah, and they're dull. Oh, Adam says fourth grade. She. That's the most painful kind of cut. <laughs> That's right. A little rounded edge, just banging <laughs> India over and over. Yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, we the 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 vibe is so much fun, and 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 the noisemakers, the horns, people stomping their feet, people clan, clapping, people chanting. That's what makes it wrestling. Yeah. You know, it's it's not a lecture. It's a wrestling show. So we want people to be energetic, get up off your seats, and go nuts all night. Get on up. Yeah, that's what we want. And you can watch it on Fight TV and then afterwards, right? It'll on High Spots on Wrestling, yep. High Spots Wrestling, so check it out. And be sure you check us out every Wednesday on any podcasting platform. We're on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you'd like, you can leave us a voicemail at 1-872-267-4199. And until next time, you know we got to wet them up, wet them up, wet them up. Wet I'm so wet for Steve Tortorello and Maria and Warrior Wrestling Aid. It's unbelievable. 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 Oh! Uh, 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 uh. You gonna do sex to me? At Miami University, you can earn your bachelor's and master's degrees in five years or less. Choose from 30 plus combined degree programs. 
Learn more and apply today at miamioh.edu forward slash apply 2021. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.